Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Greg Browning and once again I'm delighted to be joined by David Weatherston all the way from Norway. How are you David? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? I'm good, thank you. We're a man short this week. Um, our beloved Selectabet is on a well-deserved family vacation to Tenerife, so it's just you and I this week, and I've got the pleasure of... Truth the gambling pays, kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't. Uh, gamble responsibly and all that. I've got the pleasure of hosting this week's podcast as we trawl our way through, well, I say match day 16, the Elite Zerian's a bit of a shambles, to be honest with you. There's some teams played 15 games, some teams played 14, some teams played 13, and so on. So we'll, we'll get through that in a second. I guess, David, uh, before we start, a little bit of a scare last night for Bora Glimt. Yeah, yeah, big scare. Um, they've got quite a few injuries and they went into this game sort of a little bit uh, light at the back, sort of uh, fourth choice centre-back playing, um, so second, sort of third or fourth or fourth and fifth choice wingers playing and uh, lost two early goals in the Faroe Islands. So their lead of three goals was cut to two, but uh, they came out in the second half and scored an early early goal um, to settle the nerves. And yeah, although they lost a goal uh, later on, um, I don't think they. F- it, I, d- I didn't really feel like they were going to lose another one. And uh, yeah, on to the next round against Linfield, which will be really interesting. I guess that's a match you'd expect Bournemouth though still to progress quite comfortably. It won't be an easy match. I don't think there are any easy easy games in the qualifiers as some of the Scottish teams uh, well know. Yeah. But you'd expect them to go through in that two-legged affair. Yeah, you would, but it's going to be difficult. If they, they've got a lot of problems at the moment with uh, injuries and, and just players with little niggles that are keeping them out of games. And uh, defensively, they've been poor this year. And if they don't start um, quick in Northern Ireland, you know, it's not going to be easy uh, going to Linfield, who I'd imagine will be well up for it. And... Um, make it quite an aggressive game. And is that a game next week? Yeah, it starts it's yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah, so the game's come thinking that fast for for Bora Glimt. I think they're going to play some amount of games during July anyway. Yeah, it was eight, eight in total for the July. So yeah, it's it's a big month for them, both both in the league and uh, in Europe. So yeah, just, I guess uh, on that note, they got back to winning ways with a 4-1 win last weekend at home to Sarpsborg. They did, and it's a game I really, really thought matched up well for them. Um, Sarpsborg are pretty much the only team in the league that are not going to come to to Boda and sit in. Uh, Sarpsborg pressed them, um, played their usual 4-2-3-1 against them, and um, to be fair to them, they took the lead in the first minute and dominated the first half hour uh, of the game. Really, really could have put Glimt away, but um, they didn't, and Glimt's turned it around and then ended up winning 4-1 um, yeah as I say it's a game that I thought would suit them Sarpsborg are not going to sit in and play a 5-3-2 like everyone else is um, and yeah Glimt needed that they got up to fourth place with uh, a couple of games in hand on Viking and a game in hand each on Molden and Lee Listrum. so just keeps them keeps them close and I guess last weekend the I guess the big talking points would be Molda um, going top of the league, albeit on goal difference, um, after their fine win. 
Yeah, I mean, Lillestrøm, um, they they were in, well, they welcomed Viking to uh, to Lillestrøm, which was uh, always going to be a tough game, big game, but a very disappointing result for for Lillestrøm. They would have expected to win because Viking's best, probably best or most important three players were all out: Berisha, Tripic, uh, and defender Stensnes all out. Um, so big chance for Lillestrøm to to make a sort put a dent in Viking's hopes and just make a statement. But uh, they, they lost a very late goal to Viking and a huge win for Viking in what was a pretty much a must-win game for them after a really bad run. Yeah, and I guess as well, notable wins for Rosenborg, who, who had to get back to winning ways as they saw off year of 3-2. Uh, yeah, Patrick from central defender Sam Rogers um, was, a, was a bit of a shock. Um, but yeah, an important win. They didn't play very well. Um, Yerv scored in two goals and Felix Schröter uh, for Yerv um, absolutely banging the goals in recently. He's been a really um, surprising um, upturn for, for Yerv in terms of scoring goals and Felix Schröter's been the man. But yeah, um, big one for Rosenberg and as you said, I didn't touch on Molde but yeah, hammered Tromsø 5-1 um, just very, very comfortable and uh, pretty much I think confirms what we thought as, as they are the ones to beat. Well, even money at the moment, the betting for Moda to win the league, and I must say that still looks like a really solid bet to me. Um, yeah. I don't think they're still too far ahead of Boda, albeit if they get a result on Saturday, they can put a little bit of pressure on Moda and Lowestrom. But I guess we should really speak about poor old Christiansund, played <laughs> 11, not won any of them. <laughs> Yeah, and it was a big game last weekend. They they went to Volaringa, who were struggling themselves. They were they were, I think, down in fourteenth place. And well, you have been flying the um, slack the Volaringa manager flag now for yeah. a number of weeks. They're, they're going to continue doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Christiansen, they're, they're they're abysmal. They they've conceded twenty five goals in eleven games. They've scored seven. Um, but as you say, one point it just it must just be the worst start, surely, to any side. Yeah, I mean, the season in the I, just, I, I know they've got three games in hand on some of the sides above them, but they have to try and get points from those games. And even if they do, they're currently 12 points behind Tromso in 14th. Yeah, so you, you have to say at the moment they are staring at the Oberstliga in, in the face directly. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just don't see how they get out of it. And they've got um, Viking this weekend on Sunday, uh, which is not exactly easy away from home to Viking. I just don't, I don't see where a win's coming from at the moment. Um, they just can't score and they're conceding goals. So it's just an awful recipe. We've got another fascinating card this weekend. Um, as I said, some teams have played 15, 14, 13, 12, 11 games. So it's not really match day 16. It is for Viking who is match day 16 for them, but they're the only side in the league who will be playing their 16th game of the season. But what I can't believe is we're now almost halfway through. Um, and I must admit, it has been a pretty solid and impressive start to the season, betting-wise. I think last weekend, I had Rosenborg, Christian said corners double, 5-4. to four. Uh, Boda Glimt, odd corners double on the Saturday, 11-10. to 10. Uh, Ralph Austin with a great price um, last weekend. At who were they yeah, away to? I think it was, wasn't it? Um, was it Blink they were away to? They won 2 uh, 1. So that was 21 to 20 they won at. Yeah, it was very fast. We also very had fast, yeah. over 3.5 match goals double from Division 3 match on Monday that paid 2 to 1. So it really is 
delivering so far this season for us, Norway, and long may that continue. But I guess starting off for match day 16 is on Saturday. A couple of matches, David. We've got Yerv and Sandy Fjord, and a match that you like the look of is Bode Glimp's trip to Hamcam. Yeah, it's 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 a really interesting game, this one. I think um, Bode Glimp coming off the back of what was supposed to be a Tuesday night game um, in the Faroe Islands. Um, but because of really poor weather in, in the Faroe Islands, they couldn't they couldn't fly there on um, on Tuesday uh, or Wednesday morning. So their flight got delayed and they couldn't get there until, uh, until a game for Wednesday. So uh, they've had 24 hours less uh, preparation for this one. And they're travelling to Hamar uh, and Hamcam team who... To be fair, they're in good form. They're unbeaten in four. Um, they beat Yerv, they've beaten Sarpsborg, they drew with Molde, and last weekend they drew at uh, Haugesund. And Glimt are just just not the same uh, defensive unit that they were last year. I think last year they were they were the best defence in the league. Uh, but this year so far, uh, they've only had a couple of clean sheets, and that was one away at Christiansund and one at home to Orlesund. So um, I think with the Glint, who have struggled defensively with their uh, with their starting five, um, they look even worse when uh, Breda Moa, who's the most experienced central field defender, he's injured and probably not going to play this weekend. It doesn't look like it anyway, um, and they just don't look solid at all. So what I really like in this game. Um, is is Hamcam to score uh, and to also hit four corners. Um, it's something that's happened in every single Bode Glimt away game so far, apart from Christiansund game where they um, where they did get a clean sheet. But they've conceded at least four corners. Um, and uh, sorry, they've conceded at least four corners in four of the six away games actually. I'm looking at the wrong looking at the wrong column. But yeah, they've conceded at least four corners in four of the six away games, and they've conceded at least one goal in uh, five of the six away games. Um, this is the, the least amount of rest they'll have going into a game. And I think Hammer or Hamcam coming off what's been a decent little run, um, they'll fancy their chances. But in this game, they've... Um, they'll they've be had... pretty chuffed, won't they? They've come up from the Obisligan, and they're on 17 points. They look like they're pretty much guaranteed not to finish bottom and you had to have to say that yeah probably look like a side that could be joining Christiansen um in the in the bottom two this season yeah how come have done pretty well they look like a decent team and well organized they've got good attacking players um Christian Eriksen Jonas Enkerud uh, Paul Schierkewald all doing a pretty good job up front and um I just I can see I just think they'll score this weekend. I can I don't see Glimp keeping a clean sheet. Um Hamcam have hit uh, at least three corners in every single home game. But um and four of the seven they've hit uh, five or more. And in this game I just I can see them getting out of the box quickly against a sort of sluggish Glimp team and um hitting plenty of corners and getting a goal. I can see it I can see it all. I could honestly see all this happening in the first half. <laughs> um, I think the match. I'll stick to the match. It uh, <laughs> happened, and it's two point one five for Hamcan to score and hit at least four corners. And I think it's a really good price considering what Glints have in front of them on Tuesday, going uh, going to Northern Ireland, and also 
um, having played on Wednesday night, uh, this game in the middle is a really tough one to go to hammer. Yeah, it's a good point based on that lack of rest time. Really not ideal uh, preparation and with people missing as well. That 4-5 to five, though, on the untrained eye, probably looks quite attractive to a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I think that will be a popular bet come Saturday, um, especially with not that many leagues back yet. I think the Scottish League Cup is taking centre stage alongside <laughs> Norwegian football. So I'd imagine that four to five will shorten. And when I saw that four to five, um, I did look at it. I must admit, I did look at it. But I, th- I think your angle is a good angle to look at. Um, you're also getting ten to eleven on both teams to score and over two point five match goals, which could yeah. be a good shout as well. Yeah, definitely. I think Hamcam will play. They're they're used to playing a back five or back three. I think they'll play the sort of classic 5-3-2 that everyone's been playing against Glimt and try and keep it tight initially. But I don't see them keeping a clean sheet. And as I say, I'm, 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 I think they'll score. They're very, very quick on the counter. Uh, Christian Eriksen is a big danger on the counter-attack. Um, he's scoring, scored quite a few goals uh, this year for Hamcam. He's a big player for them. And I think, yeah, I think... The four or five does look good, but I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't touch it. I just think it's going to be a tough game for them, with injuries, with lack of rest, and I'm coming decent at home. I'll look forward to that five pm kickoff on Saturday. Yes. Um, moving into Sunday, so quite a few games we both like the look of, David. Um, Molda at home to Haugesund. I don't, I don't think either of us have anything from that match, but Molda four to nine. Um, not the worst of prices, to be fair. I don't think. The one thing I did quite like in this game was just that David, David Fofana, um, he's just been really, really good uh, for the last sort of five, six games, I think, for uh, for Molda. He's, um, he's shown that, I think when he came last year, uh, I think he came, he just looked very raw, quick. Um Powerful, strong guy, but just lacks lack of movement. But this year he's shown a little bit more uh, sort of in the box work. And he scored two against Tromsø last week. He scored the week before against Yav. Um, and the two other games, he scored against Odd um, in the league also. And he scored against Bode Glimt and Sarpsborg. So he scored plenty of goals in the, last, in the league this year. And he's 2.37 to score any time against Haugesund. Uh, for me, if there's anyone going to score this week from Molda, it's Fofana, and uh, yeah, that price looks pretty good any time. And just going back, sorry, to the, the Boda Glimp match against Hamcam, I mentioned um, to you earlier today uh, Victor Boniface um, yeah. in this game, probably on the basis that he scored six goals in his last three matches, but that's all dependent on whether or not he starts on Saturday, is that right? Yeah, I mean, He's not been starting in the league. I've kind of I expected him to. Uh, he's two point three seven as well anytime, which is interesting. Um, basically, he's been hitting penalties because Pellegrino's not been playing. Um, they've had a, I think they've had three he's penalties. Three, yeah, he's got three penalties. Yeah. yeah, and he's hit them all, scored them all. Um, so he's definitely hitting penalties if Pellegrino's not playing. Pellegrino might be back this weekend. Probably not. And um, probably going to wait until Tuesday. Definitely. Then, if he starts on on Saturday, if he starts, then you're five to one. Yeah, uh, yeah, five to one on first goal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's worth a shout. I think if he starts, I mean, SPR could start. He's been starting the league games, but he's not scored for a a long time. SPR, and it's just a matter of time before Boniface is the main man. 
and I think before we continue, David, a big thank you to yourself from myself, um, David McDonald, and from Selectabout and the listeners of the podcast. I think you highlighted a great bookings angle on the Lad podcast, and I just remembered that about two seconds ago. <laughs> Who was that again? Who was it again? Uh, Christian Eriksson um, got his first booking of the season finally. In that game, it was right in the injury time, and it, and it was uh, it was. It was coming. He'd, he'd elbowed somebody in the face and got away with it, and then he'd done a really bad tackle and got a wee talking to, and then he finally got his booking. Well, I forgot about it, and I remembered at half time, so I got 11 to 2. Yeah, you got 11 to 2. <laughs> it was 4.33, so what was that? Ten, he was 10 to 3 at the start of the game. Um, but yeah, you got 11 to 2 for him at half time, which was a nice, nice wee price. Good work, sir. Good work. Um, back to Sunday. Um, I guess a match that I've not done anything on at the moment but I must say odds home to Liverstream is interesting um, especially yeah, last weekend odd 19 to 10 at home yeah I mean they've not been great this year odd um, they have been win or lose at home basically they've won three lost okay. four um, I guess the question is who's going to be playing so they're two two Probably their two best players are both due to sign for Sparta Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Um, they said they were going to go at the end of July, so they should still be there to play. Um, in the last home game, they beat both the Glimts, which was a massive surprise, although it was a very, very, very soft penalty in the 97th minute, which uh, won it for them. Um, but before that, they'd lost four in a row at home. Um, Lillestrøm. Yeah, I mean, the prices are probably fair. Um, I think Lillestrøm would fancy their chances going there. They've obviously lost last week, but yeah. I it's probably a match for SKF though, isn't it, to be fair? Yeah, yeah. But I think the 19-10 just kind of jumped out a little bit on odds. Um, but there's a couple of games that you and I do like the look of. So starting at Sarpsborg v Volorenga, you fancy this match for corners? Yeah, and and I'm just going to continue doing it until it doesn't win. Um, basically, You're right? Because Tarsborg games, I'll just take you through the last games: 13, 14, 13, 12, 17, uh, and then so that's the last five. It's coming. There was a ten against Molda. Before that, there was 18, 12, 13, 16, 16, 12, and 12. So there's been over 11 and a half corners. In every single game, bar one, where there was ten. Um, I think as well, David. For them, it's, it, the great thing with Sarpsborg corners is they concede a hell of a lot of corners. Yeah. Only Sandy Fjord have conceded more corners, but that said, Sarpsborg do hit some good numbers too. Yeah, it's both. They're they're they're, they're contributing and they're getting. And then if you look at the team they're playing uh, this weekend, which is Volarenga, look at their last four games. They've hit nine, ten, six, and fourteen in the last four games. Sensational. Uh, and you're getting 2.25 on over 11 uh, and a half match corners. I just, I'm just going to keep playing that until it, it's To be fair, the way the um, Elite Azerians panned out this season, I think I mentioned in the last podcast that the Elite Azerian is, is the, the champions of corners in world football still, um, averaging well over 12 corners per match. And I'm I'm absolutely with you on this one. I think match corners looks very very strong. I'm also going to be on Sarpsborg corners. 
They yeah. have got some great numbers this season. I think they've hit four or more now in 12 of the 13 games, and they've hit five or more in 10 of their 13. They've hit four or more in all seven home games, and their last six games reads six, six, nine, six, four, and six. So I'm doing a double, a really kind of, I would say a really solid double of Sartsborg to hit four corners. And I'm also taking that in a double um, in the match between Viking and Christiansund. So Christiansund, at a side that obviously we've spoken about, David, struggling bottom of the league. They are going down to the Obus League as it stands, but they certainly enjoy hitting corners, don't they? <laughs> they certainly do. Uh, that's that's all they've been doing this year. Um, they've not been scoring goals. Um, but yeah, I mean, Christiansund... They're going to need to win games, so they're going to need to attack, and that, so I don't see that stopping. And looking at Christiansen's stats, they've hit four or more corners now in 10 of their 11 matches, which is pretty impressive for a side one point this season. Uh, they've hit four or more in all six away games. They've hit four, four, nine, eight, four and four. And those games were against, some of those games were against the league's better sides. I think they had at least four against Molda. Uh, they hit... I think eight against uh, Rosenborg, so hitting some pretty good numbers. Viking massive result for them last week, but they have been suspect at home in terms of conceding corners. Um, Yerf hit four there, Hamcam hit six, and Sandy Fjord hit five. Uh, Christian soon you probably classify as the same sort of side. Obviously, a little bit worse based on the points tally, but. I'm happy to back Christensen again. I think I've backed them four or five times this season. They've only let us down once. They came in for us last week as, as well. They hit four last weekend for us. And I'm happy to take uh, over 3.5 corners double on Sartsborg and Christiansund. And that pays five to four with bet 365. I mean, it's a bet that only, yeah, it's only twice all season it's not come in because of one from each of them. So it's absolutely... Absolutely worth taking on. And I think um, Viking, um, not 100% sure on the availability of Berisha and Tripic. I think Tripic is still out. I think Berisha is still struggling. Uh, Stensnes uh, might be back. But they've just this week, they sold Sebastian Severonsen to Brunby uh, in uh, Denmark. And he's been one of their stars uh, this year. He's a very sort of uh, attack-minded fullback slash winger slash central midfielder, just plays everywhere, um, cracking player. So another player that Viking have lost and, and weakened them uh, going into this weekend. 1-3 to three to win at the weekend, Viking, probably fair yeah, based on league positions. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's very short and Christian soon are really bad. Uh, but Viking <laughs> are struggling. Viking, Viking are struggling a bit uh, recently, although they got a good result last week. It wasn't because they dominated the game. Um, it was just a sort of um, snatching grab at the end of the game. So, Christian yeah. Sundal, almost backable in the single uh, to hit four yeah. corners, eight to 11. I think yeah, yeah. To hit five, and I would not be surprised to see them hit five corners on, on Sunday. Um, two matches remaining, David. Uh, well, one actually, sorry. <laughs> Tromso and Strom's Godset is off. Tromso, yeah, the, there's still going on. Is the pilots of uh, SAS Airlines are striking, and that is affecting big time, affecting fixtures. Um, basically, SAS have a deal with the teams <laughs> for for uh, flying between games, and they're not flying. So, yeah. But it's great for us. We'll have some bonus midweek fixtures to look forward to as the season progresses. Yeah, I mean, as you say, the teams played 15, there's some teams played 11, 12, 13, 14. It's just, yeah, there's going to be a lot of midweek fixtures coming up. 
glorious. And to wrap up the Elite Series on Sunday, we've got Olesund at home to Rosenborg. Um, this looks really difficult to call. Yeah, um, Olesund, another team who have been weakened recently, they lost star, star striker Sigurd, Sigurd Haugen. Um, he was, he's basically their, their big weapon up front of they play deep, hit and counter. Uh, but Sigurd Haugen went to Aarhus in uh, Denmark, or AGF, or AGF, AGF. Uh, so he's a big loss for all the students, and they just don't have that same threat on the counter that they did um, before he left. And I can, I, 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 to be honest, I really like the price of Rosenborg here. Um, they've got a few injury issues. Um, Stefano Vecchia is out, most likely. And Ole Satter is out as well, most likely, which means that Carlo Hosa, who is was creative last, set up a couple last week, very creative uh, attacking midfielder. He's probably going to play up front this week. Um, pretty pretty likely he's going to play up front this week, and he's four point five to score any time. Um, so quite like the price on Rosenberg, two point three seven, but. Uh, very, very much like the price on Carlo Hosa to score any time at 4.5. It could be a um, first goal scorer treble, David, I think, from the Speaks podcast. Yeah, yeah. Carlo Hosa, 11-1 to 1, uh, to score first goal for your striker, for the favourites, uh, Rosenberg. Um, yeah. I'll be keen to see how many corners Rosenberg don't hit away from home. Um, I think, as I mentioned in the last podcast, they hit some, pretty really good, some really good numbers at home, Rosenberg. But away from home... They're like hitting twos and threes and twos in most of the away games. So it just shows there's a big difference to maybe the way they play away from yeah. home. Uh, but they're keen to see it. There could be an unders opportunity. Not that I'm mad enough to, to back <laughs> unders, but they're keen to see what sort of price we well, could get I... on under <laughs> four or five Rosenberg corners. Even money. There you go. Under 4.5. Even money. Even money. They'll hit six now, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's us covered this weekend's action in the league area, David. Um, we'll move on to my favourite league, um, <laughs> Norway, probably the oldest league in. It's just a great league, isn't it? It's just a great league. But yeah, apart from Norway Division 3, Group 4. Um, now, I think as you mentioned before, Bran are on their way back to the league Azerian, played 14, 111, drawn 3, head and shoulders above everyone else. Um, they were a bit surprised last weekend on the Stabek, drew one all. Um, I think that's the first time they've not claimed maximum points at home um, yeah. last weekend. But it's match day 15 in the Obis League, in, and I must admit, there's some cracking looking matches, isn't there? Yeah, um, it's actually, actually, Bran have won every single away game, so they've, they've dropped all their points at home, um, which is a bit of a surprise. Uh, but yeah, Stabek are, for me, the second best team in the league. Um, me and Dallin have completely gone. They've absolutely dropped the ball. Um, I think they've lost. This shows though how good a start they had. Um, yeah. Because ultimately they're only four points off second top and they've been yeah. a shambles. Really yeah, they've lost five in a row. They got that pumping off Bran and then they've lost four since then. Um, Stavak, yeah, for me they're the second best team in the league. Two really good attacking teams, Stavak and Bran. I think um, that was just yeah, just a decent well, game. That's good to hear because I've got Stavak on my double. So that's always good to hear. So we've got three games on Sunday, as usual, at two o'clock. And I know, David, you and I speak about our lovely and beloved early goal bets. You've got a David Weatherston special, though, don't you? So I go for 10 minutes and 30 minutes goal before. Yeah. 
but you've got a William Hill. Is it William Hill? It's not William Hill. It's it's, it's the Norwegian. Uh, it's Norwegian Norwegian yeah. <laughs> yeah, Norwegian does uh, the, the Nor- If you're from Norway and listening, which you're probably not, uh, yeah, North Tipping does a first goal inside the first 15 minutes, which is just so much nicer than the 10 minutes. It just it's, that's it's already, it's, already, it's, already, hasn't it? it's three times it's landed. Three times. The, the three games, the sun three Sunday games, it's landed three times this season. So that's uh, you well in profit. For the rest of the season, yeah, it's twenty. Okay. It's about twenty-five to one, maybe around twenty-four, twenty-five to one. It's been for the treble, and yeah, it's coming three times. You probably so, paid for the rest of this season and all of next seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I can go for three weeks in the holiday next year. Um, <laughs> I guess on on the weekends, matches on Sunday, uh, I've got a double lined up. So Blink, as we've mentioned, as you mentioned even a few weeks ago, are struggling on and off the pitch. Uh, got some real financial issues and on the pitch they have been a bit of a shambles really they are shipping goals for fun not been a a great month for them they've only got six points and don't get me wrong they're waiting convinger but their home form stacks up for me um blink concede a lot of goals and i just think the home side to score two goals is is a very strong shout yeah, it's really difficult for Blink. They Basically, what's happened is they've run out of money and the solution is that the players get paid the minimum possible, which is 4,000 kroners a month. Uh, so that's about 350 quid a month. Mm. Uh, so the players, the players are free to leave um, if they want. Nobody's left yet, but um, they're basically getting paid, yeah, basically very, very little. Um, so it's difficult to see the fight in them, um, yeah. and the results stack up. They've lost three, four, and two in the last three games. They, yeah, they just don't look like winning. They, they've not won since the thirtieth of May, and that was at Grodud, and that's their only win I think this season. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the bottom of the league. Um, I think our advice would be to just back against them every week. To be fair, and that and, not yeah. not let us down uh, during that time. So that's part of my double is Cognizant to score two or more. And I'm doubling them up at home to, I guess you could say, informed side, Stabak, who are 8-13 to 13 at home to Koffer. Yeah, and they have got a cracking wee striker uh, playing for them just now who's just broken through this year. Um, he is called Gift. Uh, I don't know his second name. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. He is a Nigerian, uh, Gift Emmanuel Orban. Uh, he's 2002 model. Um, it's actually his birthday on Sunday. Um, so a gift for Greg, a gift for himself. <laughs> uh, is Gift Emmanuel Orban scoring for Stabak and, and winning the game? Yeah, he's looked fantastic, lovely, talented, uh, talented uh, striker. Um, they're they're so- shape, aren't they? They beat me on down four two. They hammered um, blink. 4-2 and they went to Brand last week and drew one all yeah and played really well um, could have scored could have won the game they went ahead and got paid back and played played well absolutely even game if you look at the statistics Brand dominated possession but um, Stavak had some really good chances in the game a gift Emmanuel Orban scored for them to give them the lead and it wasn't until the sort of 10 minutes to go that Brand equalised so yeah I think Stavak at home to K- KFUM is a really, really good bet, and I think um, the price, yeah, the prices, the prices, 
pretty fair, but um, yeah, that is a great price. So that double, double pays seventy five. Yeah, um, that's probably one of my main bets from the Obis League. In it's Kongsvinger to score two, and Stabak to win the match at seventy five. And just looking at the league table, David, it's obviously Bran uh, are home and hosed. The league is one, yeah. but behind them though, it's really fascinating. You've got Stabat, Ranheim, Sonnes, Songdal, Koffer, Mion Dallin. You could even possibly bring in Start and Rauforce into the mix. You've got five points separating what seven teams. Yeah, so it's going to be a fascinating end to the season to see who's going to claim that second uh, automatic promotion spot. Plus, you've got the four spots for the playoff. Who's your money on, David Stabat? Yeah, Starbuck for me. Um, they just today actually sold Oliver Edwardson, who's very good uh, striker, but they have good backup options. Um, yeah, Starbuck for me. I think I think you're looking at the other four playoff spots. I think Start will get up there. I think they've got a good uh, squad. In terms they of just... club size, then, do you think that's who you'd expect to be up there challenging? Possibly with the exception of Koffer. Um, Starbuck. I've got a really good academy, very very well known for their academy over here. Um, I mean, out, out of those ones, Koffer are by far the smallest. Um, I think Frederikstad, Frederikstad historically are a huge club in Norway. They, they've won the they've won the title back in the seventies, I, uh, I think. So Frederikstad Paul and uh, David McDonald were still about then, so they can maybe tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can tell some stories about Frederickstad. No, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think, yeah, probably a Stabak and, and Bran are probably the two best, biggest budgets in the league. Bran, by far the biggest club in this league. Uh, but probably Start as well. Start are uh, from Christian Sand and they're the big club from the, the south uh, of Norway. And I think, um, I think they'll be expected to get up there, especially at least into the playoffs. So moving on to Monday and our favourite time of the week, five o'clock in Norway, or six o'clock in Norway, five p.m. UK time, and we've got our, our standard five matches kicking off on Monday. Now, I guess it is a league renowned for goals, lots and lots of goals in the Obis Um I think we were six out of eight last weekend. It was a, it was a shock no no last week. I think that may have been involved Fredrikstad. But I've got a double looked out um, for... Have you got anything from, from Sunday, sorry? Yeah, I, I do. Um, do you want to go back? No, we'll go back to Sunday, uh, sorry. I'm getting too excited about Monday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Ranheim uh, are playing Songdal on Sunday as well. And uh, that's a game I really like goals in. Um, two teams who are four, third and fifth in the league going along pretty nicely. Um, um, but both scoring and... Uh, conceding goals at quite a rate. Um, Ranheim have uh, 27 goals in the 14 games. They've conceded 20. Songdal, 25 goals, can also conceded 20. Um, the Asian line in this one is set at 3.0. Uh, it's 1.85, so 17 to 20 um, for over 3.0 goals. Um, last week, Ranheim lost 3-2. Before that, 4-0, 2 each, 4-1, 2-1, 3-2, 2-1, 2 each. So all those games, you're either winning or getting your state back uh, on the Ranheim game. I'm a huge uh, fan, David, a huge fan of the Asian 3.0. I think it yeah. gives you a really good safety net um, in a match that you'd fully expect it would be three goals in this game. And yeah. it gives and you so, that security of money back if there is just three. 4-0 uh, last week. 
Uh, before that, there was a one-all draw, but before that, 3-2, uh, another 3-2. It's been a 2-1, a 3-1, another 3-2, a 5-1, a 2-1. I just think this game's got goals in it. I don't think uh, Songdale will come up to defend. They'll fancy their chances of getting that Ranhang. And both teams are best when they're on the front foot. So, yeah, over 3.0 Asian goals pays uh, 17-20, to 20, 1.85. Uh, and like if you that. want to be a bit riskier, you can take over 3.5 match goals at 5-4. to four. But I'm fully with you on the Ranheim Songdal goal train. I will be on that. Yeah. Nice um, so on to Monday, yeah. So I've got a double. Before I do the double, David, um, let's start at what I think is probably the game of the day in the Obus League, and it's informed side Rowfoss at home to likely champions Bran. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Rowfoss are uh, they picked up after a really bad start and. Um, I mean, they go into this game knowing that it's they're they're big outsiders, but they've won they've won the last five games. Um, they beat Osana one 0 They beat Shade one 0 Two home games you would expect them to win. Uh, but then they went to San Nezulf and won four one, and they beat Mundalen as well two one. So some really good results recently. Um, and last I'll week it was honest, true. I can see me getting a rifle strip soon. <laughs> I think I've been on them the last two or three weeks, so really keen to see it's how they number, I think it is, isn't it? <laughs> I think, but what I, what I think they're coming up against this week is uh, a, a team that's just going to be too good for them. Um, Bran, I've won seven out of seven away from home. They've won. They've scored at least two goals in all those games: two nil, two nil, two one, three one, five one, three two, and four nil. And for me. It's my old favourite. Um, scoring both halves uh, in this one and Brand to score in both halves is even money. Um, it's something they've done in all but one of their away games against Coffer. They scored all five of their goals in the second half, um, which was not ideal for this bet. But uh, it's something they've done in all but I think yeah, all but one away game. Um, and I just think I, I can see them doing it again. Uh, this weekend, I think they'll be too strong for a round for us. Who, who you would expect to be confident and not be on the back foot, which should just suit Bran as well. Um, and again, think, David, it's a match we'd quite expect it to be goals. Yeah, I, I, guess, I, th- I think any game with Bran is going to have goals in it just now. Um, they've got some cracking, like, cracking footballers who just score goals, seems to be every week. Uh, Matthias Rasmussen, I'm a big, big fan of him. I'm surprised he's still playing in the Obus League game, but he's uh, he's two to one to score any time. He's one that I'm that I'm quite keen to get on kind of every week. He's attacking midfielder, just super talented. Um, but yeah, both halves to score. Bran away at Rothfoss, even money. That's for me. Uh, it's a, it's a no brainer at that price. I like it. And one thing the bookies taking no chances in corners in this match. You're having to get over twelve and a half corners at five to four. <laughs> that's crazy. So, probably expecting Brand to hit eight or nine, possibly, but that's a very, very high line. Yeah, um, I mean, they've hit at least five in every away game, but uh, yeah, that is a huge. <laughs> so I, I've picked out a double um, from Monday's matches. Um, I probably could have had any of the five games to be fair for goals. But the, the match at Osana, Shade looks a good shout. Um, poor Shade, they, they really are struggling at the moment. Lost all six away games, 
conceding 31 goals this season. Um, I, I do think we'll see over 2.5 goals in this game. And the other match is Grorud at home to Mjondalen. Grorud again, another side who haven't won yet, to be fair. <laughs> They've not won a game yet. They have drawn six, six yeah, and lost the remaining matches. They are shipping goals for fun. They've lost more goals than anyone this season. Uh, 32 goals so far this season and they've lost two or more now in eight consecutive matches and they've lost two or more goals now in each of their last six games. So Mion Dallin have had a pretty horrible run. They are 6-5, to, to no sorry, they're 30-10 to 10 to win this game now. They've been backed out a little bit. I was very tempted to give them a chance in this match just based on the number of goals that uh, Grorud concede but I'm going with a double here. And I'm taking the match at Osana and the match at Grorud over 2.5 match goals, and that piece 13 to 10. Yeah, I mean Osana, they're much better at home than uh, than away in general. But they've been conceded, they've been seeing a whole bunch of goals as well this year. They've conceded 28, so two a game on average. Uh, this yeah, this game should have goals in it. Shade, Shade are not a big club at all. Um, Definitely, probably the lowest budget in the league. Um, maybe Blink, but yeah, definitely Shade and Blink. The other game, Grorud, Mjöndalen. Yeah, Mjöndalen need to bounce back. They need to get back to winning ways. And uh, they'll fancy their chances at Grorud. Yeah, 30-10 to is very, very appealing. What the bookies don't give you is much value on the team that scored two goals. Typically, if you see a team at 30-10 to 10 to win the match, you'd probably expect to get 11-10, maybe 5-4 to yeah. four on them to score two. But not in the Obers League. Because nah. anyone can score two goals in this league. Yeah, and I true. think um you know, are four to five, yeah. Four to five to score two or more goals, but they're thirteen to ten to win the match. That makes no sense. No. <laughs> uh Brina versus Fredrikstad for me is too difficult to call, as is the match between Start and Sonnezulf, but um eleven to twenty for the start win. You on, on board a start winning this match? Yeah, I think start Start should beat San Nizof. Um They they just the frustratingly inconsistent start, but they did get a good result away in uh, in Oslo last week against Kofa. Um, and to be fair, their away form has been pretty pretty good. It's been their home form has been the issue, so it's probably as one to avoid. And um, this year they've they've not won any of the last four home games, so yeah, probably as one to avoid against uh, San Nizof at that price. And that concludes our review of the Obus League. And thankfully, Paul will be back next weekend, uh, next week on the podcast. We've also got a, a special Scottish Ant Post podcast with Paul Petrie from Scottish bookmaker McBookie. Paul's been on the podcast three or four times now over the last couple of seasons. And we're going to have a great chat with him on all of the pre-season betting for all four Scottish leagues next week. David, it'd be great if you could just summarise your best bets for the weekend. Yep, yeah, let's start in the Elite Syrian um, on Saturday, and that's Hamcam against Boulder Green. And it's Hamcam to score uh, at least one goal and to hit at least four corners. So Hamcam to score and four plus corners, and that pays 2.15. Uh, on to Sunday, Sarpsborg corners, Sarpsborg versus Volerenga, over 11.5 corners, and that's uh, 2.25. And also on Sunday, uh, Ranheim versus Songdal, uh, over 3.0 on the Asian goal line. That's 1.85. Uh, 
And finally on Monday, it's Bran uh, to score in both halves against the Rauphos, and that pays even money. And just a couple of wee side bets is Carlo Hosa to score any time for Rosenborg at 4.5 and David Datro Fama to score any time for Molda and that's 2.37. Excellent work. And I think there's also a couple of good nuggets there on some any time or first time goal scorers as well from the weekend. Um, I've got three bets from Norway at the moment. So starting off on Sunday, I've got a double, which is Sartsborg and Christian Sund over 3.5 corners double at 5-4 to four with bet 365. And moving into the Obis League, in, I've got a double of Konsbinger to score two and Stabak to win at 7-5. And into Monday in the Obis League, in, I have got an over 2.5 match goals double from the games at Osana and Grorud in that piece 13-10. to 10. As I said, um, Selected Belt will be back next week and I can stop muffling my way through <laughs> this week's podcast. Um, you you can... David, thanks so much, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can catch myself and David on, on Twitter. David, what's your handle again, sorry? It's at dweatherston11. Excellent. And mine's is at browning84greg, where you'll see us both speaking about... Um, Norwegian and Scottish football that leaves me to wish you all the best luck for the weekend and thanks for listening yeah cheers Greg that was good